The coaching staff changes that we expected for the New Orleans Saints are underway with several coaches being informed that they will not be retained. We'll break it all down and we're going to hear from two interviews that I had today on Radio Row. First of which is going to be Trey Wingo. He talked a bit about the quarterbacks that the New Orleans Saints could pursue and he talked about Dennis Allen as a head coach as well and got an exclusive with Ian Book as well who says he wants to battle for the New Orleans Saints starting quarterback position himself. We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome into another episode of Locked on Saints, live from Radio Row, your daily podcast covering your New Orleans Saints. Part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks as always for making Locked On Saints your first listen of the day every day. And don't forget that we are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube as well. I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter, Canal Street Chronicles, Locked On NFL, and here with you every single Monday through Friday on Locked On Saints. And today's episode of Locked On Saints is brought to you by Get Upside. Go and download the app for free wherever you get your apps. And don't forget the promo code TOUCHDOWN so that you can get 20 25 cents back per gallon or more on your first fill up. Now, the New Orleans Saints have been very, very busy. We mentioned that there would be some expected coaching staff changes going on, and now they are underway with a few surprises, a couple of question marks for me in terms of what the New Orleans Saints have done. So I want to start off here by taking a look at the uh, the, the coaches that have been informed that they will not be retained. And here's where I have a big question. Curtis Johnson. Curtis Johnson is somebody that has been with the New Orleans Saints for a while, 2006 to 2011, went away for a moment before returning to the Saints in 2017, and you saw the growth of guys like Michael Thomas, as well as, of course, Brandon Cooks. Well, a little bit before that was Brandon Cooks, but you know what I mean. So you've seen all of these players that they have been able to develop as receivers, the ability for these undrafted guys to develop, so on and so forth, and Coach CJ has been a big part of that, but he has been informed that he will not be retained, and right now, there's not really any kind of uh, indication of who the next wide receiver coach is going to be, although John Morton is a name that I've heard a couple times over here, so we'll see. But again, I'm a little bit removed here in Los Angeles, so we'll figure all of that out. The next big one that I want to highlight is Brendan Nugent, who, of course, was the offensive line coach, and he has actually already been replaced. I thought that maybe if this move happened, then you would end up seeing instead maybe Zach Streif jump into that spot, but it looks like in terms of the offensive of line coach that he's going to be replaced by Doug Marone, who was with the New Orleans Saints 2016, excuse me, 2006, 7, and 8 as not only their offensive line coach, but also their offensive coordinator. Had a lot of success as their offensive coordinator, of course, but I don't, didn't think as the news broke in the morning that he would be somebody that would be coming back to the New Orleans Saints in the capacity of an offensive coordinator, but instead that if he came back as an offensive line coach, that would make a lot of sense. He knows the culture, he knows the team, he knows what it is that this team wants to strive for. He was there for the tone-setting year of 2006, all of that. So it's a great addition to have, but it didn't feel like you would be a good fit at offensive coordinator here this many years later. And 
seems like the New Orleans Saints are feeling the same way. So he is now back on the staff, but as the offensive line coach in place of Brendan Nugent, who has been informed that he will not be retained. A couple of other folks uh, that were also informed, offensive assistant Jim Chaney, as well as uh, strength and conditioning coach Dan Dalrymple. Uh, so these guys are now on their way out. Dan Ripple, Dalrymple, excuse me, has been around with the Saints since 2006. So that's a big shift for them. All right, so those are the coaches that the New Orleans Saints informed would not be retained. Now, uh, another factor that we've kind of been able to confirm now is that there will be a search for an offensive coordinator for the New Orleans Saints. Um, uh, Pete Carmichael will remain on staff, but he will not remain on staff as the offensive coordinator. We have heard that a bunch. That seems to be confirmed at this point. So there's a coordinator search on both sides of the ball. And the Saints have already begun with their first interview on the defensive coordinator side, where they have probably the best internal candidates. But remember that the Remember that they're still going to you know, be extensive, right? They're still going to look at all of these other candidates. So they did so on Wednesday by interviewing uh, Aubrey Pleasant. Aubrey Pleasant most recently was the Detroit Lions defensive backs coach as well as pass game coordinator. Before that, he was the cornerbacks coach from 2017 to 2020 for the Los Angeles Rams, which includes the Jalen Ramsey year, which or the Jalen Ramsey time, in which I thought uh, Aubrey Pleasant did a great job with the corners over there. So this would be a really interesting hire for the Saints, but it would fit the mold if they went this way, right? As opposed to uh, what we expect, which will be to elevate from internal uh, candidates, guys like Ryan Nielsen, guys like Chris Richard, for instance. Um, this would be one that would kind of fit the bill in terms of what the Saints are looking for. They're not looking for a play caller over on the defensive coordinator side. They're looking for a developer, and Aubrey Pleasant absolutely fills that role. He's a former player, of course. Uh, he is someone that has been around the NFL from a coaching capacity for a while. He started with the Cleveland Browns in 2013 as a coaching intern, and then he moved on up to offensive assistant with the uh, Washington football team and then ended up moving over to defensive quality control coach there and then, of course, getting started as the cornerbacks coach for the Los Angeles Rams in 2017. So he'd be a really, really interesting one. He just recently worked with Aaron Glenn as well so he knows a little bit of the flavor of what the Saints like at that coaching position so it could be a really really interesting one that has a little bit of cohesion to it or synergy to it I should say and I think that would be something that the New Orleans Saints would find very appealing all right so that's all the updates that we have so far when it comes to the coaching staff expect some late breaking things and all of that to also come about but uh, for the New Orleans Saints the big thing is going to be finding those coordinators and finding their next quarterback and I talked to Trey Wingo today here on Radio Row and I asked him specifically specifically about that. What do you think the Saints are going to do at the quarterback position going into 2022? And of course, he had a much more educated understanding of all of it in terms of what he's hearing, but didn't shy away from what the New Orleans Saints could do, despite the salary cap, which he understands is not real. So we'll talk about that and much more as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. And while the Saints are in search of their next quarterback, you should be in search of savings. I'm going to help you find them it's with the Get Upside app at select gas stations. You can save some money at the pump. Never pay full price when you're filling your tank again, because you're going to get cash back with the Get Upside app from select gas stations. All you have to do is download the app, take a picture of the receipt, and it's going to put some money in an account for you that you can withdraw at any time. You can have it come out to your bank account. You can have it go to a PayPal. You can get Amazon gift cards and other brands as well. So go check it out. It's the Get Upside app. Don't forget the promo code TOUCHDOWN. So you get 25 cents back per gallon or more on your first fill-up. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN for 25 cents back or more on your first fill-up. Some folks are getting $200, $300 back by you know saving up and putting stuff into the account there and then being able to withdraw it however they like, whenever they like. No catch over on that side. So go and check them out. It's the Get Upside app. You can get it for free from the App Store, Google Play, 
wherever it is that you get your apps. And don't forget that promo code TOUCHDOWN for 25 cents back per gallon or more on your first fill-up. Right, Huda Nation continuing on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. Thanks as always, making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day. Let us not delay. I got to talk to Trey Wingo earlier today, and we were talking a bit about what the New Orleans Saints should look to do, both at the coaching positions when it comes to offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. Talked about the Dennis Allen hire, and of course, we also got to talk about the quarterback spot. He has an interesting idea around Aaron Rodgers, and of course, talked a bit about the Saints salary cap situation and why he's not concerned about it. How do you feel about that head coach hire elevating Dennis Allen from defensive coordinator? Well, it's funny, right? Because before he took over for uh, Rob Ryan, Mm -hmm. um, the defense was not good. They've been top 14 every year since he's taken over. And I think the last four years under Allen, I think they've never been worse than seventh. Right. And I think this year they were fourth overall and seventh in scoring or seventh overall and fourth in scoring. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what, but like they're really good. And it's funny because for all the years that Drew and Sean were there together, it was really about the offense, and the defense was, eh, make a stop. One or two stops. Yep. It is completely flipped. (laughs) Like, New Orleans is going to have to – they're going to have to go back to the Dome Patrol days. Yeah. Okay? Of all those great linebackers because I don't know what their ability to score points is going to be because I don't know who their quarterback is going to be. So that's the next piece of it all, right? You get the head coach in place. They're saying priority number one is the quarterback. There's a yes. lot of options out there, potentially. There are, there are right? potentially Russell a lot of Wilson. really good options. Yeah, lots Aaron of these Rogers. guys that could be on the move. Um, they've got This may be the wildest veteran quarterback offseason we've ever seen. Right. Um, Russell looks like he's moving. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's moving. Deshaun Watson might be moving for a variety of reasons that might be uncomfortable. Right. Um, but he is a proven commodity. If they can just figure out what the downside will be with not only the NFL but the legal system, um, the Saints got to find a guy. I mean, yeah. they got to find it. They got to find a guy. I don't think you want to go in with Ian Book and uh, Trevor Simeon. Yeah, you know that is that. Uh, and I love Taysom Hill. I don't think anybody loved Taysom Hill more than Sean Payton. Right. Like I think sure. Sean, Taysom Hill is a wonderful change of pace guy. He's just not a starting quarterback. The only person that thought he was a starting quarterback in the NFL was Sean Payton, or Sean told Taysom that to get him to sign the contract. Uh, I just uh, Taysom is better as a change of pace guy. He can hurt you in so many more ways, and I think he can hurt the team as a actual starting quarterback. Yeah. What about the return of Jameis Winston as a potential sure. there? They were great, uh, but Jameis is going to have suitors. You know, right. I mean, like it's not like uh, he sort of cleaned himself up a little bit in terms of the interceptions. He only had one YOLO throw that I can think of. It was that game in Carolina. Carolina, yep. Uh, that was the old app. I know that guy. <laughs> uh, so he's going to have options. Like, you could bring him back, but you're going to have to work to bring him back. Yeah. I mean, suddenly Tampa Bay needs a quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, in the same division. And he had some success there. And if he can eliminate the 30 for 30, right? you know, he might be a really good option in an offense he knows very well there. So you can bring him back, but it's not like he's – you're you got to work for it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it seems that the veterans, veteran quarterbacks on the move. Russell Wilson has been connected to the Saints already, but now Aaron Rodgers potentially stepping into the conversation there. If he wants out of Green Bay, he might yeah. have played his last game as a Packer. We don't know yet. Um, if that's the case, is there the reality that the Saints could go after a guy like Aaron Rodgers? Well, people will say salary cap, right? Right. But we know the salary cap is like a bowl <laughs> of Jello. Okay, you can make it anything you want. Right. You know, 
uh, take a chunk out of here, put it into a signing bonus instead of this. Yep. Like when the Chiefs signed Mahomes to that supposedly $500 million contract, they created cap space. Yeah. How do you sign a guy to a $500 million contract to create cap <laughs> space? <Same> money. <laughs> because, because there's math and then there's salary cap math, and they are not the same. <laughs> it's like saying a tofu burger is the same as a Wagyu beef burger. Right. It ain't the same sandwich. No. no. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you look at the – people would say the cap – you could make it work if you wanted to. Yeah. You could. Yeah. You could make it work if you wanted to. Yeah. Is there anybody that does it the way that the New Orleans Saints do it? I feel like we're in the, the offseason every year, and I'm you know telling people it's not as bad as it looks. Yeah, it's yeah. $110 million, $74 million. Is there any other team that does it the way that Mickey Loomis and the Saints do it? Uh, Dallas has done that every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rams are interesting Yeah, because – they are they absolutely fly in the face of conventional wisdom on how to build a team. Yeah. You know, they're in a string of seven straight drafts where they don't have a first round pick. Technically, they allegedly have a first round pick in twenty twenty four, but if I know Les Snead, he'll probably get rid of that. <laughs> you know, they, they they got rid of a first round pick to get Brandon Cooks. Right. You know? And then they got rid of two picks to draft Jared Goff, two first round picks, mm-hmm. and then they traded Goff and two more first round picks to get Matt Stafford. So <laughs> You know, it's only, there's only been one longer stretch without a first-round pick in NFL history, and that was the George Allen over the Hill gang in Washington. Yeah, went uh, 11 straight drafts without yeah. a first-round pick. Wow. So, well, I think the Rams are probably going to be breathing down on it because now here they are in a Super Bowl. And speaking of the Super Bowl, a lot of synergy between the city of New Orleans, the state of Louisiana. Now betting is legal. Thank goodness we've been waiting for it for a long time. Caesars. Superdome, Caesars, here, yeah. 2,000 different ways to bet on the Super Bowl. You have been talking about today your favorite prop bet. Do you yeah. mind giving our listeners that yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a couple of them. Um, we haven't had a safety in a Super Bowl since Super Bowl 48 mm-hmm. when uh, the Broncos snapped it over Peyton's head on the right. first play from scrimmage, and they never recovered. It's the longest stretch uh, we've had without a safety in Super Bowl history. So that might be That's a good, good prop bet. The other one is the old... We call it the Refrigerator Perry bet because that was the first time it was put up at Caesars Palace. Um, It's only happened twice, or to two different players, rather, that we've had a defensive player score. Fridge and then Mike Vrabel caught two touchdown passes over two different Super Bowls from Tom Brady. By the way, just Mike Vrabel has the greatest stat line in the history of the NFL. As a linebacker, Uh he has been thrown to 12 times. He has 12 catches for 12 touchdowns. It's the greatest stat ever. Saints need wide receiver help, by the way. Braves is a little chunkier than he was in his uh, in his uh, in his linebacker days, but that's I love that's my favorite stat of all time. That's He's been it. thrown to twelve times. He has twelve cut catches for twelve touchdowns and, and two of them in Super Bowls. It's crazy. That's absolutely insane. It's nuts. Absolutely insane. For more, everybody, you've got everything that you need over at Caesars Sportsbook. Make sure you go check it out. Chief Trends Officer, Brand Ambassador here with us, Trey Wingo, as we are here. Radio Row, Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Trey, thanks so much for joining us. You got it, man. Appreciate you. Fantastic stuff with Trey Wingo there. So refreshing to hear somebody else understand the salary cap situation around the New Orleans Saints the way that we do, isn't it? Love to hear that, especially somebody of the stature of Trey Wingo. Fantastic insight all over the place. He mentioned in an earlier interview that you can hear over on Locked On Packers as well as Locked On Today that it's very, very possible he believes that Aaron Rodgers has played his last game as a Green Bay Packer. Could his next game in the NFL be as a New Orleans Saint? Who knows? I don't think so. I'll tell you that right now. But who knows? Who 
knows. Uh, coming up next, though, when it does come down to that quarterback conversation, there's one in the building already that wants to compete and wants to make sure that he gets the opportunity that he feels that he deserves this offseason, and that is Ian Book, the former Notre Dame quarterback got his first start last year with the Miami Dolphins. Didn't go the way that you expected or the way that he might have wanted or that anyone might have wanted, but that came down to conditions more than anything else. He's going to talk about that as well as how he feels about the Dennis Allen hire here in just a moment as we continue on with Ed and wrap up today's episode of Locked on Saints. But before we get to that, of course, we have our friends over at Bet Online who have a ton of fantastic odds, lines, and prop bets for you to check out. Is somebody going to do the Yankee Shuffle? Are you going to have a touchdown drive that is shorter in terms of time of possession then the time it takes to sing the national anthem lots of great stuff that you can get in on i love super bowl props and the best way to get in on them is of course over at betonline.net uh, it's the best spot for all of your sports scores podcasts and news and of course you can get more than just football there they've got basketball wins and women women's wins women's and men's hoops as well as pro and college hoops as well you've got hockey you've got baseball you've got ufc you've got boxing and you get all the updates that you need on your current game so go and check them out and don't wait don't wait you want to make sure that you get to take advantage of all of the offers that are available through the 2022 season you can do that over at betonline.net where the game starts Get it, Huda Nation. Wrapping up today's episode with an exclusive talkback interview that I had with Ian Book. Got to sit right next to the guy and ask him some questions about how he feels about the Dennis Allen hire, how he felt about his rookie season, the Miami Dolphins game, and if he's going to be competing for that quarterback spot in 2022. Here's what he had to say. Joined today by New Orleans Saints quarterback, former Notre Dame quarterback as well, Ian Book. Ian, so glad to have you here, buddy. How you holding up? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Glad to be here with you. How has the Super Bowl week experience been for you so far? It's been awesome. You know, got here this morning and just just to see all that goes into this. Yeah. I was talking earlier. Um, there's so much more behind the scenes that you don't know about. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> just to come down here for, for the weekend is, is pretty sweet and see everything going on and first offseason for me first Super Bowl week for yeah. me so um, it's really cool I'm excited about it that's awesome you had a very adventurous rookie season of course you had that moment where you uh, you got the opportunity to start against the Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. Monday Night Football and then all the you know COVID concerns that were around that and everything how was that opportunity for you to be able to get out there and step under the lights awesome yeah it's just the the world we're living in now with COVID yeah. you got to be ready you know I knew it was coming I just we had four quarterbacks, which is unheard of, right. you know, in the NFL. And it was a blessing to to get drafted by the Saints and, and be able to be a part of that quarterback room. And, um, yeah, one week we coded out with 25 guys with COVID and we got a Monday night primetime game. And um, it was just a, an honor just to be out there. And so excited. It didn't, didn't go the way any of us wanted it to go, but just to be out there to get the experience. Yeah. I feel like I learned a lot on the field and I'm really excited for next year. And, yeah. Um, I feel like I learned a lot by by being up, being able to do it because everything I was doing that year was watching reps. I probably watched yeah. a million reps, so uh, it was cool to get out there and play again. That's awesome. You got an opportunity early on in the season. A lot of reports came out during the Carolina Panthers game about helping with substitutions. What was that experience like? And and I'm sure that that still had some some benefit to you mm-hmm. as well as you went through. Yeah, just being able to do something to help out the team. You yeah, know, you, you play a lot in college and then the NFL. You never know. There's, everyone's great. You know, you gotta yeah. you gotta work for that spot. And um, even just by what, week three, whatever it was, week four, 
again, another COVID situation where we needed someone to step up and, um, you know, relay the personnel. And for the Saints, the personnel's really big deal. Yeah. We try to get mismatches by switching up our personnel. And, um, you know, they wanted me to echo it so everyone could hear it and, uh, and be in charge, in charge of that on the sideline. So it was cool. First little thing I got to do to help out the team. Yeah, that's awesome. And you mentioned like in the COVID season and, and sort of this world that we're in about always being prepared. I know you're moving into your first off season, the NFL. Now you talked a little bit about your time with the New Orleans Saints already, but I want to hear a little bit, if you don't mind about just your relationship with Sean Payton, who of course has stepped away for this 2022 season. How was it working with him for yeah, that season? It was great. And, uh, it was short, Wish you know, I wish could be with him, uh, more just sure. because of just the way he does things, I learned in, in, a, in a year is, is pretty special. He's yeah. uh, he's a grinder. He works hard, and he's just got he's got the football mind, and yeah. not everybody has that. And just to see him, you know, work with quarterbacks, come in and talk, write plays on the board, talk about what he sees, and then most importantly, his memory is phenomenal. Yeah, and I was only there for the season, but to hear him just sit there and be like, "Oh yeah, we ran this play." eight years ago <laughs> on the right sideline against blah, blah blah I'm like and then he pulls it up in a second I'm like it's pretty special so yeah. um it was cool though that I could have you know him uh, yeah. you know, as a mentor and a coach uh for a season so excited for him and what he does next and I'm not gonna be surprised if he comes back to football just just from knowing him for a year yeah. uh he loves the game and I know it's it's a grind and He'll enjoy this year off, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I have the feeling he'll enjoy TV for a little while if he gets that opportunity. And then, but he'll eventually yeah, be back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was cool. It was, it was an honor and just to, to learn from him was pretty sweet. That's awesome. And now the New Orleans Saints, as of just this week, announcing that Dennis Allen, former defensive coordinator, will now be the head coach. What's your relationship with Dennis Allen, and how excited are you that he's going to be taking over the reins? Yeah, it's great. He, you know, I'm excited for him, and uh, obviously he's – He's a defensive guy. He was the defensive coordinator. But uh, just to see the way he ran the team the week mm -hmm. that Sean was out with COVID was pretty cool. And I imagine yeah. we're going to get that same same coach. And uh, he cares. And the yeah. guys play hard for him. And I'm excited for him. So, uh, yeah, excited to get back to work. Excited for him. And uh, I think we got the team that can do it. That's and awesome. Hopefully we're in this, this game next year. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we'll at Glendale, Arizona. Yeah. And then I'll be interviewing you then. And we're talking about, hey, you're a little busy this week, yeah, but I appreciate right. you making time. <laughs> um, you being you know, playing the quarterback position, you got the opportunity to see Dennis Allen's defense a ton. And obviously you see it a, bit, a, a lot different than, than a lot of us with the experience that you have. What can you say about Dennis Allen's defense as a quarterback? Yeah. You know, first thing I would say is they do a great job getting to the quarterback, whether mm -hmm. that's, you know, five-man rush or four-man rush. we got mm -hmm. the guys that can do it. And uh, it's a creative package, you know, that – that gets to the QB, and we showed that this year, especially in the second half of the season with a ton of sacks. So um, they get to the quarterback fast, and then the DBs do an unbelievable job of disguising coverage. And um, I would say, you know, for me, I remember like their third down package day when I was running scout. Yeah. It's confusing. They do a great job, and they they play well together. You know, yeah. they 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 know where they need to be at the right time, and they trust each other in terms of uh, communication, which is huge. So yeah, and they they fly around. There's like a a certain en energy to the defense for the Saints. I can tell. Yeah. Um, it's, they, they play for each other, uh, they have fun, and, and they, they really fly to the ball and, and, and play hard, and they kind of have a cool swag to them, which oh, yeah. is really cool, and um, I think that energy just helps boost our whole entire team. We needed that this year with these guys, and they brought it. Yeah, and that helps the offense too, right, right. to see that attitude, to see that swagger. Fired up, no doubt, yeah. 100%. It works back and forth, and those are the ebbs and flows in the game yeah. that you need, and you got to, you know, it's good to see that on defense too. It just brings yeah. energy to the offense. Yeah, I'm sure it feels nice as a quarterback to know Hey, we have this defense that's going to get the ball back in our hands. Hundred percent, like right? Yeah, all, never a doubt that we were going to get <laughs> either a big play from somebody or the ball back or a strip set. 
It yeah. happened, every, you know, it felt like every game. So it's pretty cool to have that and uh, know that their defense is going to give us points or another opportunity to score is pretty yeah. special. You're going into the offseason here. What's the focus this offseason? Is, is it kind of a recovery situation at this point after your first year of the NFL, or yeah. is it more prep for the next thing? Uh, prep for the next thing. You know, obviously they played one game and came out healthy. Yeah, so I'm healthy, and, um, you know, it's the first time I've had an offseason. I'm trying to figure out how I like it so yeah. I can get in the routine. It's a good amount of time off. So I've spent a good amount of time with family and got a vacation coming up in Hawaii. And then once that's over, I'll really get it get it picked up and uh, get throwing and get, yeah. get working with these guys. But for me, it's about working on my skill set and then, you know, figuring out what they do on offense yeah. and seeing what the playbook is like. Is it different? Is it the same? And move taking that next step. Yeah. It's a little bit of recharge the body, that's recharge right. the mind, excuse me, and, and then gear back be able up. to get everything. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Ian Book, New Orleans Saints quarterback here with us. A couple more quick questions no for worries. you because I want to talk to you a bit about Ronald Curry. He's somebody who's career I followed quite a bit Tar Heel fan for nice, a long time nice. you know got to see him do both sports and be yeah. incredible at both of them but um when you are not both sports two sports mm -hmm. it was incredible there's more than two sports I'm sorry there's more <laughs> uh but now he's moving into or has moved into this quarterback coach position there's an open offensive coordinator position we think at this moment we'll see how that all goes with everything but regardless of that what is your experience working with Ronald Curry it was great you know it was new for both of us my mm -hmm. first year um, in that quarterback room, his first year as the quarterback coach. So um, it was cool because I felt like I was his guy. And yeah. he told me that before, you know, I was his rookie. So it was really cool. He took me mm -hmm. under his wing immediately. He was always willing to work with me extra hours, which yeah. was awesome for me. I needed someone like that. We had a quarterback room that was doing the same, but those guys got things that they got to worry about. So yeah. just to have RC there with me was, was huge. And uh, he taught me a lot. He's done it at all the levels. He's done it at uh, you know, a few positions, not just quarterback. He knows how to play the game and um, he works hard. So I'm excited, you know, whatever they do, I'm, I'm excited to get to work, but I'm excited to work again with, with, with RC. And uh, I know he pushes me to just to be a better football player and, and be a better man. So I really appreciate that from him. That's awesome. Um, you have a competitive fire. You are a competitor. I've always loved it about you when you were playing at Notre Dame, and then you can see it in you throughout that Miami Dolphins game, as well as I got to see you during training camp and everything as well. Are you looking at this offseason as an opportunity to perhaps step into a starting role, or am, are you just yes. kind of letting it be whatever? No. Well, things will unfold the way they unfold, yeah. and it's kind of always been my mentality. I'm a take care of what I got to take care of, whatever the situation is. But yeah. yes, I plan on going in there and um, getting reps and show what I can do. You leave know? no doubt. Right? Last year. Yeah. And leave no doubt. You know, I got, I'm excited. I just want to go in there and play and show it. And obviously the Miami game that I got the opportunity for wasn't what I wanted, you know, but it yeah. is what it is. And um, again, I'm just excited to get out there and get to get to work, get some reps, battle with all the quarterbacks. You know, that's fun. It makes us all play better. And yeah, uh, yeah, I just feel so much more comfortable. You get a year yeah. under your belt, really makes a lot of a big difference. So I'm yeah. excited for it. Absolutely, man. Well, I'm excited to see you, man. I'll be out there at training camp. Good. Excited to cover uh, all throughout the games. Everybody's pulling for you, man, and love the fact that you ended up in New Orleans. I can't wait to see what's next for you. Thanks. Really appreciate it. Absolutely, buddy. Ian Book, New Orleans Saints quarterback, Ross Jackson, Locked On Saints here with the Locked On Podcast Network here through Radio Row all week. We got you covered. Your team every day. Absolutely love the confidence of Ian Book. I, I can't get over it. I mean, actually sitting next to the guy, getting the opportunity to talk to him, especially after talking through him through Zoom uh, for the last year since he's been in New Orleans State and all that. It was great to be in, uh, in in person with him and talk to him a little bit. And you can feel his confidence, right? He carries himself like somebody that wants to compete. And he says he's going to compete. And you want to see that kind of confidence for sure. So a lot of respect for the guy and uh, rooting for him, right? Obviously, you're rooting for him. You never root against any of these guys. And uh, Ian Book certainly 
certainly is somebody that has the drive and the heart to turn around and uh, be the one that surprises the world in that way or the ones that are doubting him at least. So there's Ian Book for you. Such a great pleasure to get to catch up with him. Great pleasure to catch up with Trey Wingo. Great pleasure as always to catch up with you. We got one more episode this week. Be another one coming here live from Radio Row. We're not live, but coming at you from Radio Row and we're recorded here. So we got a lot to talk about as the Saints continue to look to fill their offensive and defensive coordinator spots. We'll talk about some more options and we'll hit up some more names that you need to know as well. But hopefully those hires get done quickly. And if they do, you'll know about it right here on Locked on Saints. Thank you very much. As always, make Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget to go and check out the Locked on Bets podcast wherever you get your podcast. Your boy Q, handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Go and make yourself some money with the dudes. So go and check them out over at Locked on Bets. As always, y'all, thank you very much for being here and for making me a part of your day for everything you need around the New Orleans Saints. In between these episodes, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're mom and them. And trust you, that nation, I'll holla at you.